Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome to The Daily Break. I'm Andrew Tallman. Here's what's happening today at Newsweek. You've perhaps seen the Google Doodles that are very involved and often celebrate people or events that are a little bit more obscure, but usually very interesting when you delve into them. Well, today's Google Doodle, that means the homepage for Google when you use a search, has a small picture of a man at a kind of a device with the Google letters emanating out of it. The man is Oscar Zala, and he's a musician of sorts. He actually invented a machine to create electronic music long before the modern age of synthesizers and voice recorders and all the things that you can do today with electronic music. In fact, he's widely regarded as having helped create a precursor to the modern synthesizer, a device he called the Mixture Trotonium in 1948. He had grown up in Germany, gone to the Berlin Conservatory as a young student, and had become fascinated by how electronic music could be created. He saw a device and decided to improvise on it, making this one in 1948. And if you haven't seen it, it looks a little bit like a small organ, except that where there are keys, there are cathode ray tubes and knobs and pulls and slides and just a whole host of things designed to make a very interesting sound. Now, it might not sound like much for 2022, but in 1948, that was pioneering. So it had a pretty wide range of abilities for the music that he could play from it. But probably, aside from his contribution to modern music, Oscar Zala would be forgotten to history, except that he's very famous for producing a soundtrack to an Alfred Hitchcock movie you've all seen called The Birds. And in case you don't believe it, those aren't actual birds. That's not a recording. That's Oscar Zala on his device fabricating sounds that, when you see it on the screen, seem very plausible. And when you hear them isolated on your own and know they came from something that's completely separated from birds, it just doesn't even sound that much like birds, but pretty inventive for its time. Next, from the stuff you'll need to know if you're ever going to wind up traveling to Karnataka, India file. Now, maybe it's not a destination vacation you'd been planning, but just south of Mumbai in central South India, you have a place called Karnataka and the Deccan Plateau where human conflicts with sloth bears are very common. And the question researchers have been trying to figure out is, why? There are only about 20,000 sloth bears left in the wild, but they are notorious for attacking human beings. And in fact, the attacks have increased in the last few years. They kill about a dozen people every year. And so researchers wanted to figure this out. The reason this has been a mystery is because typically predators don't attack humans unless they're threatened or they have their territory jeopardized or, you know, we wind up scaring them somehow or other. 
But the going theory here is that the sloth bears have more of a tendency to attack when compared to other species. For example, in June, a sloth bear actually killed and mauled a man and woman in India and then feasted on their remains for several hours. Kind of nasty to think about, but, you know, poor people, right? And so the theory here is that they developed or evolved around the same time as tigers. And if you're going to survive in an environment where tigers are common, you're probably going to have to develop some fairly robust predatory aggressive tactics of your own. And in this case, for the Bengal tiger, about 2% of their overall diet is typically sloth bear. And the normal defenses you might have against a Bengal tiger are just not available. They can't outrun them, and they can't climb trees fast enough to outclimb them. So can't run, can't climb, you fight. But this doesn't really solve the question of why so many and why so many more every year. But human behavior may be to blame. When humans are inside during the monsoon season, they don't have very many of these encounters. Or when they are outside farming and protecting crops, there are more events. So the conclusion here is that seasonal activity of bears is a small role, but seasonal activity of humans is a big factor. So to sum up, if you ever find yourself in South Central India and you see a bear whose face looks vaguely like a sloth coming towards you, don't pet it. And don't pretend to be a tiger. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. And finally, a story about the value of mom voice. We take you now to Knuckle Bump Farms in South Florida, where Taylor Blake was recording a video when one of her pet emus showed up. Now, what makes this video entertaining is not the fact that the emu showed up, but that the emu, named Emmanuel Todd Lopez, in case you were wondering, that will be important later, shows up and pauses in front of the camera and then aims his beak or nose at the camera as if he's going to peck it, bite it, poke it, knock it over, something like that. And what ensues next from this otherwise fairly mild-mannered young farmer in overalls is pretty hilarious. Rebecca and Richard, those are Rias, and those are actually more similar to Emmanuel. Emmanuel, don't do it. Emmanuel, do not do it. Emmanuel! <laughs> I love the just instant escalation from talking mildly to Emmanuel, Emmanuel, Emmanuel. And of course, she went full blown mom voice on it. Emmanuel, don't do it. Emmanuel, do not do it. Emmanuel, Emmanuel Todd Lopez, Emmanuel. And you can see he just stops and he's thinking and he's trying to decide what do I do now? Mom is clearly angry. She called me in mom voice by all three names. And then he kind of just simmers down and I love the sounds of the other animals in the background. That brings me great joy in my soul that you listened. I love you. You are a good boy. <laughs> that brings me great. She's so deadpan about it. It's so emotionless. That brings me great joy in my soul that you listened. That brings me great joy in my soul that you listened. Oh, it's just adorable. But yes, as all of the commentators, this is a TikTok video, by the way, as all of the commentators have noticed, oh, yes, 
mom voice works. That's the reason when you're naming a child, you have to think through in advance. How will this sound when yelled? How will the middle name interact with the last name and the first name? And you've got to be sure that you can keep the levels, right? Like, you know, one name is something. Two names is significant. Three names, drop everything and come running. Mom's angry. And in this case, one of the users said, oh my God, my name is Emmanuel and I fully froze in my place. (laughs) I just love the follow-up encouragement because even though emus are not exactly known for their high intelligence, this emu was smart enough to know you don't mess with mama when mama pulls out all three names. Emmanuel Todd Lopez. Emmanuel. Oh, and we definitely need shirts that say Emmanuel don't do it. That's it for the daily break. Be sure to head over to newsweek.com for these stories and more, including our growing podcast lineup. And consider subscribing to the digital and print editions of Newsweek if you haven't already, plus this podcast. If you hit the five star rating before you go, I promise not to use my best dad voice on you. I'm Andrew Tallman. Thanks for listening to the daily break brought to you by Newsweek.